This is a download from MFR. The Ross County Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. In this week's show, we'll look back at the one-on-one draw with the champions Celtic. We'll look forward to this week's trip to Fir Park. And as Derek Adams assesses his squad for next season, and on the week that Sir Alex Ferguson hung up his hairdryer, we'll plan our Ross County squad for this season and play our very own game of Football Manager. All in the company of two Ross County supporters. To my left, Scott Taylor, and right in front of me, John Maxwell. Guys, uh, good to have you back once more. We've we've missed each other. We've uh, been apart for two weeks now. Well, I, I've missed you. I don't know if the, the feeling <laughs> is reciprocated, but uh, Scott, let's talk about uh, the one-all draw with Celtic first of all. Uh, you were at the game at, mm-hmm. uh, at Victoria Park on Sunday. Um, I thought Ross County might have been unlucky not to grab a win, especially in the second half. Aye, it shows you how far we've come. We're we're coming out of a game against Celtic, disappointed not to beat them. Um, I think we we created chances in the second half, and certainly, if um, you know, look at Wolfart's header and even Paul Lawson's pile driver from outside the box. If you know, if either of those had gone in and kind of held on, you know, I think it would have been a fair result, but. You know, that's three times Celtic have come up to Dingwall and come away um, without a win. So you've got. I'm, I'm, I was happy, happy with a draw, but it could have been better. Looking at the game on its own merits, so I don't think Ross County created enough clear-cut opportunities, regardless of whether or not it was Celtic. Ross County had 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 the game there for the taking. Lawson had so much space in the middle of the park. Um, I don't know what Neil Lennon was thinking of. Can't he play the, pretty much the same setup every week? He should know how to play against them. He's come up here before and lost um, under similar circumstances. So, so to, to allow Lawson that much space to dictate the game was was absurd. And it, it's it's mildly disappointing that Kenny couldn't make enough chances. Um, why that happened, I don't know. Maybe Wilfart could have done better with 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 his header and the half chance that that the he in the first half when he he darted to the to the beyond the front post he used his wrong foot I think or he could have held it up and and tucked it back for someone else. Um, but we can't be too disappointed in the context of everything else. Yeah, because in your debut season in the SPL to be unbeaten on your own patch against Celtic. Um, it's not not too bad at all. No, like I say, it's you know shows you how far we've come. It'd be disappointed not to get a result against Celtic, but um, you look at the look at the goal that we conceded. It was disappointing. It's another kind of set piece goal we've conceded. Um, I'm still looking, <laughs> trying to figure out you know where it went wrong. Who was supposed to be marking Stokes? I mean, especially uh, with the corner as well, because I think it was Andre Hano. He knocked the ball back to Michael Fraser. Yeah, it was his, and there was no real I, need to to go back to the goalkeeper and put him under. Pressure and eventually knocked the ball out. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the greatest of back passes, was it? Um, no. But I think the, the yeah the battle between Hainall and uh, Stokes was quite interesting. Hainall I think came out well a lot of times, 
I go back to the referees and sometimes you get decisions, sometimes you don't and I think Celtic obviously got, you know, the rub of the green, so to speak, uh, in terms of some of the decisions when you look at some of the challenges their defenders were putting in. But uh, if Vigers took his goal well, it's one of those ones where he either gets it spot on or it goes flying into <laughs> flying over the jail end. Um, it's cr- a cracking goal. From, yeah, from Vigers. <laughs> Ross County tweeted on Sunday, "We don't do tappings." Uh, Barry Barry Wilson and Gordon Connolly have, have worked uh, with Ian Vigers. They were talking about his technique on on Sunday during commentary. But then, as you mentioned as well, Paul Lawson, Richard Brittany, and Vigers can all hit them as well. It's it's just <laughs> so good to have, I suppose, for Derek Adams, John, to have these guys uh, and have that in the locker. You know, knowing that you can score from pretty much anywhere. Absolutely, and it's been a key asset for Ross County. Uh, I've I've been thinking since the start of the season that uh, scoring these goals and having to rely on these goals being scored is unsustainable over the course of the season. But it's incredibly it's happening every other week where we're seeing these these wonder goals, and there there are unofficial polls for for player of the season coming out just now, or and for goal of the season. How, how do you pick among all the goals that that, that County have scored outside the box? Uh, it's it's uh, it's quite a special year. It's quite it's quite an odd year in that respect. Yeah, Ian Vigers is in the running for uh, the official goal of the season uh, for his chip against Cali Thistle in the the Scottish Cup defeat. But uh, there's a number of Ian Vigers goals you could pick out as being really special. Um. You mentioned the Cali Thistle goal. I missed it just because I was. I thought County just weren't going to get into the game. I think the ball was in our box. I thought, oh, well, I'll go and get signed to for half time. And then as soon as I get round the corner, just massive cheer. Cali's up and you run <laughs> round like an idiot to see, oh, what's going on? Uh, so, but yeah, when I saw the goal on uh, on the TV coverage and that, it was fantastic goal. Uh, not because I didn't see it, and I'm not going to pick it for my goal of the season. We'll get to that for sure later. <laughs> but you saw it on TV. I bet there was goals I obviously seen yeah, in, yeah. in the flesh, you know. Yeah. So Scott's just trailing it. He's becoming a pro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. one all draw with Celtic at the weekend. Uh, next up, it's Motherwell. But uh, after the Celtic game, post match speaking to Derek Adams, the the main question uh, to him was all about their the European chances. Are Ross County still in the the running for a Europa League spot? It's going to be difficult, but they're still there mathematically, John. They're still there mathematically, but they would need to get three points against Motherwell. Mm-hmm. If Cali Thistle win oh, at the weekend, then then it's game over in that respect. So uh, I'm correct in saying that, aren't I? Yeah. So I'm not terribly hopeful, but um, we'll just take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Every weekend's been been enjoyable to this point and I'll continue to look at it positively yeah because Ross County although at the weekend you know their chances of a Europa League spot might be out the window if Cali Thistle win but if St Johnston win at the weekend as well away to already champion Celtic then Ross County might have a part to play they might have a next weekend to, to be to be honest uh, instead of getting the trophy on uh, Saturday morning against St Johnston it's uh, the head's saying that St Johnston aren't going to pick anything up in Celtic I just I think with Cali playing Dundee United basically the rent of the top six pack uh, I can't see Cali getting anything other than a win but um, if St Johnston were to bring a surprise and uh, get a result against Celtic then it obviously um, goes down to the last day whether we're still involved or not um you know, we could could have a big say on that Europa League spot, but when you look at Cali 
Um, I mean, they're four points in front of us now. Um, I'd be very surprised if Cali aren't uh, seven points in front of us on come Saturday night. But, you know, we'll see. We've still, obviously, Motherwell don't have too much to play for just now. They'd, mm-hmm. Whether they took the foot off the gas, I don't know, in the first half against Cali and just got the kick up the backside that they needed to get back into it mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting for both teams on Sunday whether you know whether County have got something to play for, or whether Motherwell are still looking to kind of finalise that second spot because there's still, I think, yeah, it's still six points between Cali and Motherwell, so it's not guaranteed yet. But obviously, the goal difference could be a big swing. You never know. <laughs> now I remember when the fixtures first came out, and I got a text message from a very certain John Maxwell saying that he might lose sleep. <laughs> if it comes down to the final game of the season between Ross County and Cali Thistle. Now, if St Johnston don't pick up anything away to Celtic and Cali Thistle slip up, Ross County go to Fir Park at the weekend knowing that they have a real chance of a European place and indeed will take it down to a derby shootout on the final day. Well, in those circumstances, I think Ross County could very well win because they ha- they would have everything to play for at that point and I think it, it would just be the extra incentive to, to do something um, I don't know I don't know how it's going to play though yeah it's all lifts and bats just now you can, because you've basically got three games at the weekend that will probably decide that final yeah. third place it's just anything can happen indeed anything can happen Ross County though are away to Motherwell um, a game that I think we should be looking forward to um, because Motherwell can play some real good stuff on their day as well I say on their day they're, they're second in the SPL mm-hmm. they are, they are going to be playing European football next season they have a whole uh, host of stars especially this season they've got the PFA Scotland uh, Player of the Year and, and Michael Higdon that's if he's been uh, released out of jail yeah. um, James McFadden a former Scotland international they won't have Henrik Oyama but yeah you go through that side they've got some real top SPL talent yeah it was a bit, when they came up to Dingwall earlier in the season um, sorry the second game against them in Dingwall it was a bit of a surprise how well County played mm-hmm. that day for me that was the performance of the season for me was uh, the 3-0 against Motherwell they just never really seemed to get into it I think um, Higdon seemed to be kind of kept under you know kept at bay by Grant Monroe and Scott Boyd um, it would be an interesting battle between Higdon and Hainall or Grant Monroe on Sunday uh, to see how you know whether he can uh, following um, yeah following the player of the year do uh, but like you say with uh, Oyama being suspended you wonder how much tinkering Stuart McCall is going to do with his team because this will be the first time in six that he's had to tinker with the team and you know they've you know they were unbeaten I think between the 3-0 against us and then obviously 4-3 against Cali at the weekend so I don't think he'll do too much tinkering but there might be one or two surprises in terms of positions well, look at the the Motherwell team, as, as Scott says, and uh, I think I think Higdon has been being kept at bay quite well because C- County in 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 the past do okay against a single strong forward, but they they struggle when you get two forwards who can can who can mix it up. Yeah, you look if you, at the Hearts game. You look yeah. at the Hearts game when they brought on two. You look at the St. Mirren yeah. at St. Mirren Park and the, the the first time they were down there when they lost five four. When Sam Parking came on, they they just uh, the the, the defence collapsed. It looked like having said that, um, Danny Lennon did play. Um, Parkin and Thompson together starting at the on my birthday when we won four one four one yeah and um, the 
Monroe and Boyd knew uh, then knew exactly how to, to play them because they had the experience before. Obviously, they'd done their homework. Um, so, but but I, th- I think County could 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 control um, Higdon to a certain extent. But you've got to look at the rest of the team. They've got Humphrey on the right wing, who's just got searing pace. Economy is a, a very good defender, but um, the the the. Motherwell attack's got great balance. We say we've said I've said that in the past about them and also about Cali Thistle, how that they've got a mixture of everything: the, the brawn, technique, pace, skill. Um, and Motherwell have got like even with Yama uh, being suspended, I th- I think the the tinkering that will happen will be McFadden will come into the the middle of the the forty three one and Callum Higginbotham will will go on to the left. Um, and we haven't really seen much of him, although he scored a, a contender for goal of the season when he scored a scissor kick from a cross. Incredible goal. Um, he's been unlucky because they signed him on loan just a few weeks before McFadden joined, mm-hmm. so he hasn't really seen much football since, but he's a very good player all the same. And then you've got to look at the central midfield pairing of Lasley and Law. Keith Lasley's in his mid to late 30s. He's super experienced, great player. Nicky Law is prob- probably my player of the year Um Higdon accepted, um, superb midfielder. He he he, um, for the technique that he's got, the intelligence that he's got, it's incredible that he's also got the goals and he also manages to to spring up at the far post for such a wee guy. I don't know how he does it. But they have also Darren Randolph in goals. Sean Hutchison yeah. at the back's had a very good season as well. Uh, Tom Hately, I really like him. Stevie Hamill, they have players all over the park. Yeah, they're that's they're just they're a very second. good side. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why they're second. That's why Stuart McCall is being talked about and manager of the year. Their players have been spoken about as well. They are a special side. Yeah, them, with the Rangers missing from the Premier League this year, um, there was a big question as to who was going to finish second to Celtic. And although... Motherwell finished third last season. I think they had to make one or two changes in the summer. Um, although I'm not that surprised that to see them finish second, uh, that's more to do with the fact that I know, you know that Stuart McCall's an excellent manager and he knows how to get the best out of the players he's got. Um, there's obviously, you look down in England, and a couple of vacancies will be coming up now after a certain uh, Alex Ferguson's announced his retirement. A former Toffee as well, Stuart McCall. Yeah, so. Like he fancy a wee. You, know, there's, you never know. There's obviously been a few names linked with that, but, um, and quite rightly so, if, if Stuart McCall was mentioned. And I would mention him in the same breath as, for example, Neil Lennon. I know Neil Lennon's yep. been talked about, and Roberto Martinez and that. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if Stuart McCall was linked with the job. I do like Stuart McCall as a manager and as a, as a person as well, but I just wish he would get his haircut. He <laughs> looks like he's in the 80s. He's, he's What's going he's on? He's had the, had the same haircut for the last 25 years or something. He just yeah. gets highlights <laughs> put through it. It's, it's horrendous. <laughs> I remember when the, I first got into football, and I remember seeing... Rangers on the telly we're probably talking about 1994 or something and it, it would have been an end of season match on Scott Sport and Stuart McCall's in the middle of the pitch and my sister called him Iron Brew Man it's just because he was this this uh, this massive ginger hair in the middle of the park yeah he's uh, style and, and fashion haven't yet reached the McCall household but they will soon uh, no doubt about that uh, how did Ross County go about winning this game then obviously you know they, they, they're on a, a good run at the moment um, the draw against Celtic and the win over Dundee United um, Rocco Quinn we're not too sure if he will return from I think, injury I think he's out for the season I think yeah. is he ok so he, he's out then Martin Scott was in his place at the weekend as well does Derek Adams just stick with what he's got I wouldn't be surprised if Stuart Gellwell came into the team just the fact that it's an away game 
Um, I think he would play more defensively. I think he, he knew that with Celtic making changes, I think Jimmy Scott offered um, something more up front. Um, so, I wouldn't, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a high-scoring game, given it's near the end of the season. I think Motherwell are just about there and confirming second. They might already be confirmed. It might be a, a meaningless game for both teams, mm-hmm. you know, depending yeah, on the results. Yeah, that's just the harshness of so, it. So, given there was... A, cracker the last time down there the 3-2 I, f- I felt in that game that it was defensive errors by now that kind of cost us that game um, I think it'll be quite an open game I'm hoping for an open game I think it should be uh, given the strength and depth in both teams uh, midfield wise especially for Motherwell at France so I'm expecting, expecting a high scoring game <laughs> I, th- I think uh, as I alluded to earlier I think it's a question of intensity and I agree with Scott I'd like to see Kettle on the starting 11 Mm-hmm. Live commentary on MFR2 Super Scoreboard Live this weekend from 4 o'clock Motherwell versus Ross County on 11.07am digital radio and online at mfr.co.uk Now Derek Adams is already looking at his squad uh, for next season he's starting to speak to players about contracts he's also looking at potentially bringing in some players as well a certain James McFadden was mentioned uh, in the press yeah. uh, at the weekend <laughs> as well Derek didn't say no he didn't say yes either he just kind of laughed and, and left as I asked a question, but uh, well, who knows? We'll put that down with the annual Barry Wilson down to Ross County rumour. <laughs> he still could end up in Ross County, you never know. Um, now, I thought we'd take a look through the, the squad and uh, put you guys in the, in, the, in, the, in the spotlight. You are Ross County managers uh, for next season. Um, Derek Adams, of course, is off to either become Davy Moyes' assistant at Man United or even manage Everton on his own. So, first of all, let's start with the goalkeepers. Michael Fraser, Paul Gallagher and Mark Brown. Who are we likely to see in your squad, your Ross County squad for next season? It's, it's difficult, <laughs> given the fact that Paul Gallagher's experience and he's played at international level, but we've not really had a chance to see him. So, you, I don't know if you can really count him in you know, for next season, um, between Mark Brown and uh, Michael Fraser, um, I think if you had one player combine both players' uh, strengths, then you'd have probably one of the best goalkeepers in Scotland. <laughs> but I mean, you know, for Michael Fraser's faults, um, you know, Mark Brown um, can can cover for Mark Brown's faults. Michael Fraser's, you know, got uh, an advantage over. So it's difficult to say. Yeah. Who's going to be? I think we'll. Season. I think we'll only see one of the three keepers, and I'm guessing it's going to be Mark Brown that stays. Just a hunch. Okay, Mark. So Mark Brown is in your squad for next season because you're the manager. <laughs> it's in someone's squad. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> uh, defenders: uh, Branislav Majic. We've only seen him once, of course. It's St Johnston, Grant Monroe, Scott Boyd, Andre Heno, Man Crush, Evangelos Iconimu and uh, Mihail Kovacevic. Archie McPhee will will put him in that bracket as well. Who are you dropping? Who are you keeping? Well, uh, Archie McPhee has been. I, 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 it was in the press that he he'll yeah, be leaving at the end of the season. I would keep the rest. Maybe I, d- I haven't seen enough of Mychinch to really know the 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 twenty minutes I saw of of him. Um, he had a dislocated shoulder for for most yeah. of that, so it's <laughs> yeah. impossible to judge. The yeah. rest of them, I would definitely keep. Yeah, you're you're probably looking. If Mychinch stays, you're probably looking to just cover right back. I think um, something to push Kovacevic on. Because um, I think that's probably one area. Although Scott Boyd can switch between, you know, left and right if mm-hmm. uh, if required. You know, we have seen him come off the bench to fill that role before. Um, 
yeah, I think all the defenders we've got now are probably among the best we've probably ever had. <laughs> to be honest, I think it's, it's very very hard to dislodge uh, to get a place in that team unless someone's obviously he knows come in through boy's mm-hmm. suspension and. He's looked a rock. The yep. times I've seen He's him, I, for, 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 for me, um, for me, I would have given him the man of the match against Celtic and oh. possibly the last game against Dundee United. But my, my, my man crush is vindicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I spoke to him on uh, on Sunday after the game, and he says he's very open to to staying at Dingwall yeah. for for next season, which I think is good news because in the three starts that he has had for the club, he's got better. Uh, as the games have have got on, um, a little bit of a shaky start, maybe maybe uh, in yeah. the first two games, but. Yeah, he's definitely has has grown and looks uh, like a real contender at centre half alongside Boyd or Monroe. Well, you'd be looking to keep them together, but that just shows you yeah. how strong that defensive unit is. Aye, um, for me, definitely Grant Monroe. We can definitely get at least another two, two or even three seasons out of him. I think um, it's always difficult to um, kind of choose between between Grant Monroe and Scott Boyd because they've been immense you know the last two seasons now um, so it's very difficult to see who I, th- I think if, we'll see how Hainel does the last couple of games of the season and um, you know and, and when we get into pre-season if they're still there then yeah we'll probably be able to make a decision but just now I think yeah given all the noises I'm hearing about Hainel in this room I think yeah, we'll go, go with him <laughs> for so just now keeping with, most of the defence in your squad no. right okay uh, midfield wise that gets even stronger <laughs> <laughs> Stuart I know what you're going to say just keep them all well maybe one or two Stuart Kettlewell Paul Lawson Richard Britton Ian Vigers Rocco Quinn Martin Scott Ivan Sproul Alex Cooper Mark Fotheringham yeah, there's a lot in there you would, a lot I, of quality I think you would only drop Fotheringham Really, and there was another name that, that rang a bell there. Uh, Cooper. Well, yeah, but but I, I would still keep Cooper. But but then if he's going to be, if he's not going to be eligible for the, for alloca- for allocation for one of the under twenty or under twenty one places on the bench, then it might it might be worth him getting f- regular football er- elsewhere. I, I'd imagine he'll be twenty one or twenty two now. Of course, we look at Martin Scott, who we just discussed there coming in. Mm-hmm. He's on loan from Hibs, so he will go straight back to Hibs as uh, managers. Are you looking to take him back on? If, uh, I think if he'd had more of a run out, we would have got a chance to see probably the best of him. But I thought he'd, he'd put himself about against Celtic um, quite well. I think there were times maybe his decision making, you know, wasn't effective. That's all his downfall. I think that's yeah. That's as John says. That's yeah, probably a criticism of him, but. Yeah, I, th- I think there's probably other players that they'll be looking at to probably take his place in the team next season. But yeah, and as uh, Paul Lawson's founding member of the Paul Lawson fan club, um, sign up for life. Give him a two-year deal at least. Two-year deal at least. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Richard Britton, how many how many well, years are you giving him? Well, you see, if Richard Britton leaves, then at least that kind of makes our options for midfield slightly easier because <laughs> <laughs> we don't means we don't have to disappoint too many other people but if we can if he, if he decides to stay then you know I'd be very happy with that it's obviously getting worked out between uh, St Johnson Chairman now and Roy mm-hmm. McGregor you know they're trying to thrash out some sort of deal what kind of deal it is <laughs> uh, we'll see um, but yeah obviously keep him keep him in, at the club and is Ross County managing any interest from down south perhaps for Mr Vigers yeah, but I'm telling him hands off. Yeah. Easy, yeah? 
Yeah, just stick well, it, this uh, management I, well, I think we'd have stuck a contract under his nose by now if uh, <laughs> you know yeah. if we'd been that the hot seat. But exactly. Yeah. The, the striking department might uh, you might be a bit ruthless in. Uh, mm-hmm. mainly because of, of goals they've scored. I'll start with uh, Stephen Ross, Sam Morrow, Gary Glenn, Stefan Wolfhart. Stefan, from the games I've seen, although I mean, he obviously took his goals well against Hearts, mm-hmm. um, and I think he puts in... Of, of, the, of the strikers we've got just now, um, I would, he's the one that I would definitely have no problems uh, keeping him in the team next season. Um, but I think we're probably looking at bringing in a few players over the summer to push on yeah. and get goals I think that's what we've missed this season I think probably what could have taken us to an even higher level you know let alone challenging for a Europa League spot yeah. if we'd had a, a 10 a, goals a, a 10 goal a season striker yeah. a Higdon I'm again yeah exactly well, they're, they're, they're 20 plus but even a 10 plus <laughs> would, have, would have made a difference Scott says that, that he took his goals well he, but in the Hearts game you'll remember he, it wasn't just his goals his his link up play was incredible <laughs> I mean it was yeah. uh, it was re- re- revelatory it was it was really good, but we are we haven't really seen that kind of form since then. Which I, I can't really I can't really get my hand my head around why he hasn't played as well as he did in the Hearts match. Maybe it was confidence. I don't know. Um, there's a hint that that he might be leaving because of uh, a Swiss partner or a partner mm-hmm. in Switzerland, and uh, he I think he needs to make a personal decision on that front. Fair enough. I'd keep S- Stephen Ross in it, but I think I think County could, that's the one place that. Kenny could improve on. To be fair to Derek Adams, he said this week on record that he is looking to to strengthen that department. Um, of course, that was Derek Adams, the, the former manager. You, you're the <laughs> managers. Who are you going to sign in the summer then? Well, there was there. It was Roy McGregor has often said that that there was a player that they just didn't manage to sign before the the close of the January window, and I've got a hunch it was this this uh, Swiss Albanian guy called Mustafi, and if it is, he was a six foot three guy. He was quite slim, great on great with great great with the ball at his feet. He looked really good in the highlights highlights reels on YouTube. Um, I would I, w- I would like to see him again because because he looks as if he could be like the rich man's Dyrendal. <laughs> rich man's Dyrendal. <laughs> Dyrendal. Where does he now? He's in Australia, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing uh, very well. Was he not in the fo- <clears throat> the same side as Robbie Fowler a few years ago? When I think Stephen McGarry was in the same side. Yeah, at, Perth. at Perth. Yeah. And Stephen McGarry actually won Player of the Year, I think, at his club. So. He's- as well as Darren Dahl? don't know how he'd cope in the Premier League. <laughs> um, Derek has already said that he's, he's got pretty much scouts um, all over the place these days and he, he has um, you know, delved into the European market well this season. You know, He's unearthed a few gems, like of Iconimu. We've not yet to see the best of Majic, Wolfarth, Haino. Are we expecting a few more foreigners to, to arrive on the, the shores of Dingwall? Well, it, it, it depends. It's curious because there, there, there's a recurring theme with the foreigners that have arrived. They've all been, they've all had some kind of Balkan, uh, Swiss, uh, <laughs> I don't know, background to them, and they, they must all have the same agent or whatnot. I don't know. Apart from Wolfart, who, who, Mart, we believe that that Fotheringham introduced to the squad <laughs> or recommended or something like that. Well, well. Um, uh, I, I can't wait for the preseason to 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 to, to see all the rumours fly in. That that's uh, it, it. It's the highlight of the working. Seeing the latest silly rumours come through. But even the McFadden rumour as well, though, it might not have anything in it. 
just being linked to James McFadden. I know he's, he's 30 years old, but he's to him suggests that Ross County next season even higher next season. Well, you look at um, Shinny getting a crazy, and I think that's probably the level that both teams try to... Yeah, you can only... Looking ahead, <laughs> there's not really um, much you can really say about next season, given how well we've done this year. Um, if, the likes of James McFadden, when you're getting linked um, to a player of that stature and quality, um, you've kind of got to kind of rub your eyes and think, "What's going?" Because it's um, yeah, it's been you know, it's been up and up and up, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't want to uh, be the way is down, but you've just got to enjoy it, it enjoy it while it lasts. Exactly, right. yeah. exactly. That's it for us here on the Ross County Fan Zone on MFR. We're looking for your player, young player, moment and goal of the season on Twitter. Tweet me at Aldiboy with uh, your nominations and uh, who knows, in the near future we might be having a little special awards ceremony. So, uh, gentlemen, look out your tuxedos. That's all I'm saying. That's it from us here on the Ross County Fan Zone. We'll see you next week.